0: Hello, and welcome to another edition of Self, a podcast where you join me, Jacob Craig, as I research both the physical and the mental sides of self-improvement. I'm a researcher and author, and my mission with this podcast is to share what I'm learning in hopes you get as much value as I do. This podcast covers several topics including health, fitness, motivation, personality types, and more so that we can develop ourselves into who we strive to be and reach new heights both personally and professionally. This episode is going to be different than the four before it because I am not doing a book review or anything like that. I decided to use this episode to answer two questions, where am I now and what has led me to to hear from the release of my first book. Following my answer to those questions, I'm also going to talk about the topics that have been inspiring me most and that I plan to research and write on in the near future. The main purpose of this episode is to give context as to why I'm researching and discussing the books that I've been choosing to, and for those of you who have not read my book or have heard of me before, to give you some insight into why I do the work that I do. Certainly, a lot has happened that has led me to produce this podcast, so let's get right to the episode. So where am I now? What has led me to hear from the release of my first book? It's just past a year since I published my first book, Inspiring Leaders in Health and Fitness, Volume 1, and it has been a hell of a year. I'd like to use this episode to explain further what brought me to releasing this podcast and the path I see my research going. You may find it helpful to have some context as to why I'm reading the books I am and why I choose to share information from certain ones on this podcast, so every now and then I will do an episode discussing my thought process and where this research is taking me. Inspiring Leaders in Health and Fitness Volume 1 was a project I began at the start of 2019. I had been intrigued with the self-improvement space for some time, listening to podcasts and reading books by Eric Thomas, Tim Ferriss, Joe Rogan, and most of all, Jocko Willink. They motivated me to keep my hard work ethic I had through college and use it for things inside and outside of my career as a civil engineer. I had realized the level of enjoyment I get out of writing and researching through books and podcasts, and at the time, I had also realized I need to make some serious improvements in my health and fitness. I was 25 and my weight was getting to a point where I decided I needed to make a change. In my mind, I was pretty active and my eating habits weren't too bad, so I took my hobbies and made an extreme approach to finding a diet and exercise plan that worked for me i had found an incredible world of resources through the health and fitness podcast world so my plan was to write on 12 experts in 12 months i would choose one expert each month getting a wide variety of physical therapists nutritionists sh- and strength and conditioning coaches a book was an extremely exciting project for me that i knew would be challenging but i figured if the writing didn't work I'd still learn a ton along the way and have fun doing it. Well, 12 experts in 12 months turned into 6 experts in just over 2 years, but I can definitely say mission accomplished. I published Inspiring Leaders in Health and Fitness Volume 1 on March 30th, 2021, and I'm happy to say that I didn't just find a diet and exercise plan, but I learned how to adjust my diet and exercise plan to suit my goals, whether I wanted to cut weight or build muscle, and I did it in a way that I enjoyed the process either way. I'd learned to love weightlifting, and that life does not have to be any less enjoyable when I'm on a restrictive diet. After publishing, I knew I didn't want to immediately start writing Volume 2. I celebrated the fact that I could now call myself a published author And made a plan to promote the book by being featured on podcasts and doing what i could with the small advertising budget that i had as i contemplated what i wanted to do for my next book i had the privilege of being featured on around a dozen podcasts and to even host my own conference titled how to achieve both personal happiness and professional success with some friends i had made in the self-improvement space this includes Terry McDougall, who's an executive coach, Kevin McShan, who's a motivational speaker, and Brandon Eastman, who's a life and career coach. I could go into further detail, but to save your time, I'll just say much of the year was exploring and getting to know other young authors and speakers in the self-improvement space while I did what I could to promote my book. I'd like to take a quick minute break from this episode to tell you about my work. Normally, this is where podcasts would advertise supplements or tea or what have you, and I don't have any of that for you. I simply want to inform you on where you can find my other content. All of my work is based on the research I do on self-improvement, and there are two main components outside of this podcast as of right now. Number one would be my personal blog, www.twelfpaths.com. This is where I share articles like book reviews and tips I've gathered from various experts, and I also share my current reading list. If you subscribe to this blog, you'll get updates when new episodes of this podcast are posted or new blog posts are up. Number two is my book series website, www.inspiringleaderscollective.com. Here you can learn specifically about the background of my first book titled Inspiring Leaders in Health and Fitness, Volume 1. If it's easier for you, you can also find my link tree at the top of the show notes, which is an easy way to connect to those websites as well as all of my socials. Lastly, if you ever want to ask me a question or reach out to me, you can email me personally at jake at inspiringleaderscollective.com. I promise to get back to you as soon as I can. Thanks. Now let's get back to the episode. Now, where exactly did this podcast come in? Well, a couple ideas came to me for my next book over the year, but I ended up shooting them down. For instance, my first idea was to do a work titled Inspiring Leaders in Motivation and Success, Volume 1. It would fit the book series perfectly, and there are plenty of experts in motivation and or success to write about. What I realized only after doing some research on some individuals is that this book would simply not be worth writing in my eyes. If you look into motivational speakers and writers, the advice they give is not science-based like those in the health and fitness space is. Much of it is mindset, positivity, and many of these experts inspiring by sharing their autobiography. I'm not saying these individuals aren't worth studying, but I would rather not write a book that tells the reader they need to improve their mindset and be positive over and over or regurgitate autobiographies no thank you. That being said, since my first book was Improving Your Body, I know for certain that I want the next book to focus on improving your mind. Lately, the books I've been reading have been a mixture of philosophy and psychology, and that is what has led me to self. This podcast really forces me to not only read a greater variety of books, but also consistently write about what I'm learning. I'm not far in my work for this podcast, but I can already say it has given me strong insights into topics that I'm interested in learning more about, and I'd like to cover in my next book. Three topics that I've found to be important ones to research are number one, free will, number two, the power we have in making decisions, and number three, how to find experts we can trust to help us make decisions. So let me first discuss free will and why this is something I'd like to research and write on. First, I can't help but just want to dispute those who insist we're living in a simulation, as if we aren't in control. This to me seems wild for someone to believe, but I want to dig into why people, even psychologists, might say this. Susan Blackmore is someone who has an interesting view on the subject. From what I've heard from her thus far, she seems to strongly disagree with ideas of any force guiding us outside of our brain, destroying the ideas of a soul or a quote-unquote self in any spiritual sense. Similarly, she seems to think any talk of a quote-unquote unconscious mind is nonsense. This outlook seems to destroy the thought of ourselves being in control, which is just a wild thought to me. Anyways, I don't want to get too far ahead of myself, but I look forward to learning more from her. Tangled in with this, I'd like to learn from other experts on how genetics and our environment influence our decisions. And this leads me to my second topic. If we are conscious of our biases that we may have, or can see a bigger picture of our lives or even the quick conclusions we jump to, does that not allow us to make better decisions? To me, it just seems almost insane to think I'm not in control. Right now, I could choose to put my computer down and start playing video games. It's a Saturday night when I'm writing this script, but I've made the choice that this is what I want to do right now. The first 20 years of my life or so, I can say I mainly enjoyed life and just lived. Maybe then I can see a simulation making sense because a lot of the bigger things were controlled by my parents' decisions on things like where to live. But since I left home for college and after that, 100% of what I do and how I live has been my decision. With this, I'd like to research those that have powerful examples of what one person can do just off the decisions that they make people like David Goggins, who come up through difficulties and achieve unimaginable things. For those who do not know, David Goggins was someone who had a very difficult upbringing living with an abusive father. At one point, he decided to flip the script and pursued becoming a Navy SEAL, and he now is a motivational speaker as well as an ultramarathon racer amongst many other things. Goggins clearly overcame and still has to overcome obstacles to reach his goals, but he makes the decision every day not to get too comfortable in his pursuit to be the toughest man on earth if he hasn't earned that title already. As I'm thinking right now, this will be the core idea of my next book, The Power of Choice. If you are a grown adult and fortunate enough to have freedoms like we have in America, it is amazing what you can accomplish if you put your mind to it. This book will definitely be a challenge for me because it will be much different from my first book. I will be doing the same level of research on experts from just as great of a variety of perspectives, but I I don't believe it will be profiles of a certain number of experts, but instead, each chapter will be a different topic and what various experts have to say about it. For the majority of the book, I want to have the same unbiased approach as I did with the first book. I want it to be clear that I am not the expert and I don't want to discredit any of the experts I reference or give the impression I have the right to say that they're wrong. All that being said, it will be impossible to not be biased when discussing the power of choice. Simulation theory is a thing that people believe, and there are people who believe we don't have free will in a sense. I need to respect those people while explaining my perspective. I think this perspective is what some people need to realize what they can accomplish if they worked on improving themselves, and that is a major driver for this book. And hey, maybe after all my research, my opinion will change. That is totally possible, and that's why it's important to do as much research from as many perspectives as I can. At the very least, I'm sure I will learn a lot through the process and be able to share what I learned just just as I already have from the books I've shared on this podcast. And this leads me to my third point, how we can find experts who we trust to help make decisions. I don't have any regrets with the experts that I chose to research for my first book. I learned a lot from all of them, but I do want to make sure I am more careful with this next book. For my approach, the best way to do that will be to find as many resources as I can and really dig into their work before committing them to being an expert I discuss on a serious level in the book. Also, just because an individual or their book is featured on this podcast does not mean that they will be referenced in my next book. But let's think bigger picture. I'd like to learn and discuss in detail how the reader can find experts that they want to continue to learn from, or the information from my book that is referenced that they find trustworthy and helpful for them in their lives. Obviously, I personally find value in searching for experts and learning from those that I trust, and I want to encourage the reader to not just listen to me, but to form their own opinions and choose for themselves on who and what information to trust. There's a reason I do not dig into scientific research myself and instead look to experts. The experts who are involved in science know the difference between an article or a study that is backed by good science and one that is not. From studying people like Greg Knuckles of Stronger by Science, as well as Nobel Prize winning psychologist Daniel Kahneman, they have made it clear how we should be wary about scientific research. All of us, even experts, can make mistakes in judgment or jump to conclusions because of reasons like that. They understandably don't want the study they've worked on for years to have insignificant results. If I studied scientific articles, it's not an impossible task for me to judge if an article is trustworthy or not, but it would certainly be tedious and I would not want to end up cherry-picking studies that lean toward my biases. There are experts with different perspectives that have made it their life's work to perform experiments or research a specific area, so I think studying those individuals and looking into what they find to be significant is a more sensible approach. I understand with this third point I've been jumping between how I will find experts for my next book and how this topic could help others find experts that they trust, but I hope you understand what I'm getting at. Bottom line, I have found this method useful and I think it's important for the common person to educate themselves and know what resources they can trust. Whatever area of your life you are seeking to improve, there are experts who are giving out information that could help you make that improvement. But it's important that you don't just blindly follow what they say and I'd like to help you understand how to know what information you can trust. So there it is. I hope this episode has helped you see where I want to go with this podcast and the type of things you can learn if you continue to listen in. You got to know more about me and the work that I do and the why behind all of this work. I'm seeking to improve myself and simply sharing what I learn along the way. If you have any feedback on any of this, questions, comments, suggestions, whatever it may be, you're always welcome to email me personally at jake at inspiringleaderscollective.com. The writing for this podcast started by asking myself a couple questions. If you have any questions for me or any topics you'd like me to to discuss on this podcast, shoot me an email. I'm all ears. And if you enjoyed this episode, here are three ways that you can help this podcast grow. Number one, make sure to either subscribe to the podcast on the app you're listening from, or go to my blog, www.12paths.com, and subscribe to my newsletter so that you are notified of new episodes that are posted. Number two, you can leave a review where you're listening. Be honest with your review, but know that a higher rating obviously helps the podcast reach more people. And number three, this is the way you can help out most. It would mean the world to me if you share this episode or another with someone, whether it be on social media or by word of mouth. So thank you again. I hope you have an awesome day. Let's go crush it and think about what we can do to be just a bit better Than we were yesterday Alright, I'm out